Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and today I've got the latest news on fish oil. And the news is not super great, at least not for those who sell fish oil supplements. The idea that fish oil and omega-3s are good for your heart has been nutrition orthodoxy for decades. Now, a few dissident voices have argued that this particular emperor has no clothes, but they've largely been drowned out by the crowd. Although fish consumption has increased a little bit, most Americans are still falling well short of the recommended two or more servings of fish per week. And until recently, health experts ranging from Harvard University to the American Heart Association have recommended a fish oil supplement for those who aren't eating enough fish as a way to bridge that gap. Fish oil supplements are the third most commonly taken nutritional supplement these days. There have been concerns about possible contaminants in commercial fish oil supplements, as well as the potential negative effects of overfishing in order to produce enough fish oil to meet this demand. But the presumed benefits have largely overshadowed these concerns. But just how firm is the evidence to support their use? Epidemiological studies have found that people who eat more fish or take in more omega-3s through their diet have lower rates of death from cardiovascular and other diseases. Randomized trials have also established that fish oil supplements reduce inflammation and can help lower your triglycerides. But as recently as 2010, authors of a scholarly article on fish oil for the treatment of cardiovascular disease conceded that, quote, the role of omega-3 fatty acids in reducing mortality, sudden death, arrhythmias, myocardial infarction, that's heart attacks, and heart failure has not yet been established, end quote. That was 2010, and over the years that followed, trials showing that fish oil supplements did not, in fact, reduce the risk of heart attacks or death started to pile up. In 2018, researchers published the results of a large meta-analysis looking at 10 different clinical trials in which people with heart disease or who were at high risk of developing it took either fish oil supplements or a placebo. And overall, they could detect, quote, no significant association with fatal or non-fatal coronary heart disease or any major vascular events, end quote. And so the researchers concluded that there is, quote, no support for current recommendations for the use of such supplements in people with a history of coronary heart disease, end quote. And now, even more recently, in November 2020, researchers shared new data from a large placebo-controlled trial involving 13,000 people who either had heart disease or were at high risk of developing it. And this study involved subjects from more than 22 different countries, and these folks were taking a lot of fish oil, 4 grams per day. And unfortunately, even at that dose, the fish oil appeared to provide no benefit in terms of reducing cardiac events. So all of the studies I've mentioned so far were looking at people who either had heart disease or who were at elevated risk of developing it. But what about people without a history or risk factors for heart disease? Could taking fish oil supplements keep them from developing heart disease in the first place? I know there are an awful lot of people in this category who are taking the supplements in the hope that it might. And unfortunately, that is a question that has not been well studied, in part because a trial to test that hypothesis would have to be very long and therefore extremely expensive. 
It is worth mentioning, however, that the potential benefits of omega-3s are not limited to preventing heart disease. Omega-3s may also play a role in reducing the risk of depression and cognitive decline, and they have been shown to reduce pain and stiffness for people with arthritis and other inflammatory conditions. Personally, I don't think we've overestimated the value of omega-3 fats, but we may have underestimated the benefits of getting our omega-3 from whole foods instead of from supplements. After all, the obsession with fish oil and omega-3s began when it was observed that indigenous people living in Greenland had much lower rates of heart disease than Danes who lived quite nearby. The Greenland Inuit had much higher intakes of omega-3, but not from fish oil supplements. The oily fish that they pull out of the Arctic waters was a staple of their traditional diet. They ate very little red meat or poultry. The nearby Danes, on the other hand, ate much less seafood and a lot more fresh and cured meat. So giving omega-3 supplements to people who continue to eat a lot of beef or poultry or cured meat might not have the same effects as replacing some of that meat with fish. In my 30-day nutrition upgrade program, which many of you are doing with me right now in January, players earn points for eating fish on a given day, but not for taking a fish oil supplement. And this is because the benefits of our food choices are often not limited to the nutrients that we get from eating those foods, although that's part of it. But it's also something about what we're not eating because we're eating those foods instead. So if you're eating some grilled salmon for dinner, chances are pretty good that you're not eating a hot dog. Not only are you getting the omega-3s and all the other nutrients that are in that fish, but you're also not taking in the less healthy fats and sodium nitrites in cured meats. So is it time to ditch that omega-3 supplement? You know, high-quality fish oil supplements are not inexpensive, and the return on that investment isn't looking so good these days. If your doctor has recommended that you take a fish oil supplement, you should definitely consult with her before stopping. And you might want to ask her about some of this recent research. As always, I've posted links to the research I discuss in the show notes for today's episode. But if you're just taking a fish oil pill on the off chance that it might do you some good, well, that money might be better spent on a nice piece of fish two or three times a week. And if you don't like cooking fish at home, well, just order it when you eat out or when you carry out. But you know, cooking fish at home is nothing to fear. And in the show notes for today, which are at quickanddirtytips.com, I've also included a link to a quick little video in which I demonstrate for you my favorite way to prepare fish. I use this once or twice a week at least, and it couldn't be simpler. The Nutrition Diva Show is written by me, Monica Reinagel. It's edited by Karen Hertzberg. Our producer is Nathan Sems. And our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Morgan Ratner, Emily Miller, Michelle Margulis, and our director, Kathy Doyle. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.